0: Hey everyone, my name is George Khalifa. I'm the host and founder of Let's Grab Coffee. This is episode five. So happy to be here with Randy Thomas. Randy, before I get into the introduction, let's just cheers to this. Let's grab a coffee. (laughs) So it's good times. Just to give you guys a little background, you know, I met Randy not too long ago. We sort of met uh, informant. This is the first time I see him in person. So it's quite exciting. Randy is an actor. I think he is a great actor. He he works in Toronto. Uh, you know he's a writer. He's also a producer. Um, so he has a lot of, of, of different sides to the game. Uh, but he, he wants to talk today about you know leadership, having that positive mentality, pursuing things that you're passionate about and that you like, even in the midst of, of challenges and obstacles and these hurdles that we all face in life. And so Randy, I just want to allow you to you know tell me and the
1: viewers a little bit about yourself. Well, George, I want to thank you for having me here. This is, uh it's always an honor being interviewed, and um, you know when you, say, when you talk to me about an actor. Yes, that's true. Great, well, it's subjective. There, are, you know, even the, the greatest actors in the world have people that will say they're great, and they have people that don't think they're very good at all. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's always how do you measure that, right? Like, is it truly <laughs> the craft, or is it earnings? You know, somebody would say Daniel Day Lewis is a great actor because he comes in, does movie, wins Oscars, but. Then again, he doesn't do very many movies, so it's it's greatness on winning Oscars, greatness of your total contribution to the industry, is greatness out of earning power. Like there are people out there that would think Keanu Reeves is not a great actor, and I am not going to say he's great or he's not great. But if greatness was measured on earnings, he's made a lot of people a lot of money. He's made a, a lot of money. He's one of the richest actors. Okay, so how, what defines greatness? So I just want to say that to me, greatness is, are you happy? Are you living a life that you find fulfilling and inspiring? And are you able to share that love and inspire others? On that aspect, I am finally getting there. Really? I'm 48 years old and uh, wow. I've had, you know, up until three months ago, when you talk about the last three months <laughs> But up until three months ago I had I've had four recurring roles on T V. Okay. Three in English, one in French series in Canada. Actually one on Disney, one on Fox as well. Wow. And I've got over forty credits on the IMDb. Very respectable. But what a lot of people don't know about that is it's a very the life of an artist is very tough. Right. And you have your ups and your downs and it gets so it can be so somebody said to me the other day I was at at my friend's cottage uh, uh, last month actually Mm -hmm. and a whole bunch of families were there and these guys are successful and they said man you have an awesome life and I looked at them and I said whoa I said whoa I said my life's a highly real you guys have lives and they have retirement packages and they have homes and financial wealth whereas life of artists isn't that way so if they're measuring it on some of the cool, a lot of the cool things I've done or I've been in, then yeah, I've had an awesome time. <laughs> if you're measuring it on my ability to retire tomorrow and travel around the world whenever I want to, well, that's not quite the life that I have. Now, uh, you know, talk about being a, a, a writer. Well, yes, I've written a feature screenplay, but it's never been it's never been made. So the film hasn't been made. Yes, I'm writing a series, but it hasn't been made yet. So to say that I'm a writer, yes, I could technically say I'm a writer because I write. But some people might say, I'm not a writer because I haven't had anything on TV yet. So all these things are, that you said are true, but it's always in the eye of the beholder of how they're going to measure that. And that is one of the things that uh, is actually one of the key topics or uh, key subjects around my documentary that's being shot right now. Wow,
0: tell us, tell us about, about that. It's
1: about what defines success. Okay. And is there another industry where when you say that you're a doctor, does somebody say, have you saved any famous people's lives? Or have you saved anybody's life who's important? Or if you talk to a lawyer, it's the first thing that comes out of somebody's mouth. You're a lawyer? Have you defended anybody famous? Have you? But the minute that anybody ever says that they're an actor, the first thing that comes out of people's mouths are, what have I seen you in? anything big anything I should you know and and, and the life so so most artists and I and this happened to me too for years where you'd almost like oh I crawl away I know I did uh, you know I get bit parts but and, and you know we can talk about this more too is that that's what part of my life is designed to change and by I want artists to lead fulfilling lives and unfortunately there isn't a structure out there like what they have for doctors and lawyers that have you know you go to school for seven years you know what you're getting at the end and if you want to be a specialist you go over for three more years it's not as defined for, for artists known and, and it can be it really can be and that and, and that's what i say to artists and that's why i created the actor advantage program right it's a step-by-step process on how to manage your life the way that other industries do and it's based on the fundamental marketing principles that guide all businesses sure. and i've applied them to the acting industry Right. And that's outlined in my book, The Six P's of Success for Actors. Beauty. And, uh, yeah, I want to render the expression starving art starting obsolete. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, that's, so there's my life as the business person who loves, uh, the industry, uh, but I want to make it a better industry for everybody. And there's also the little boy that's the actor that's me that's having a real, lot of fun. Yeah. And especially in the last few months because, uh, I've landed a couple of recurring roles in TV series, one for CBS and one for CBC. That's right. That's right. So it's, I'm uh, going to give you a high five right now. I'm yes. telling you, man. Like, <laughs> and, and, and you know, one Ooh. of my uh, childhood dreams was to be a professional soccer player. Okay. And I got hurt actually during my pro tryout. The week before my pro tryout, I got hurt. I still went and out, but of course I was hurt. So that, that didn't happen. But the series that I'm in in Montreal now, it's being shot in Montreal this fall, it's called 21 Thunder. Mm. And I'm the coach. Of the professional talk soccer team. Was that yeah. emotional for you? Um, really, the series is going to be a dramatic series. But I mean, based based on the in your life. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, I remember the first time, like I remember growing up saying, man, when I started acting, I said, man, I'd love to do soccer, anything to do soccer as an actor. And I got to do a Volkswagen commercial about uh, 15 years ago where I was a soccer player. <laughs> And it was a lot of fun, but during that commercial, I had already retired from soccer, so I was not quite in good shape. Mm-hmm. And I tried to do something that I used to do when I was in great shape, and I ended up tearing my quad oh, no. during the commercial. And then I had to keep kicking the ball. So it was like me kicking a brick. So the the, the greatest experience of my life as, as a soccer player, as an actor, became the worst. And it took like years for me to get that healed, because I, I Basically tore my muscle off my leg, and so it's just kind of crazy that they like, got again a lot of awesome things in this. So the soccer uh, that Volkswagen commercial, you know, I actually have a copy of it. I can send it to you, and uh, yeah, post uh, it okay. if you want. It's kind of funny. Was but it great. dramatically? I mean, well, I'm I mean, just it, you like yeah, it was about you <laughs> taking a free kick. So like bending it like Beckham, right? And I come up and I take the free kick and I blast the ball. And on that day, I had to hit the camera lens from twenty yards away. Oh wow! Okay, and okay. then not only so not only that hit the lens, I had to do it with, a, with basically a busted leg, a busted leg. So I did it, I did it. But in the commercial, all they see is the ball coming towards the camera.
0: They don't see you like dying in the back. Oh, well, You know what? My
1: friends who watch the commercial actually go, "Randy, you seem weird. You seem like because I was kicking it at the end. Of it, I was kicking it with like basically a limp foot. Like I was just dead. Like it was really it was the worst injury I ever had. But, right and uh, my friends were watching, going, You see Maud Randy, you're alright? And I commercial I said, No, I tore my quad. And they start laughing, oh geez, you know, like most people can't notice, but you can see that you're hurting, you're hurting, I was hurting bad. Yes. So anyway, in the commercial I set up to take a free kick, Volkswagen is talking about their specials. And I go and hit the ball, it goes, it hits in you know, to the viewer, it hits the lens, but really then it's the defender who heads it back. Mm. And when he heads it back, it hits me between the legs and I fall over All oh. oh, You know, okay. like so it's a funny commercial. <laughs> But it was still, again, it ended up, one of the potentially greatest experiences ended up being almost one of the worst. And then another time I went and auditioned for a movie called, I think, The Greatest Game Ever Played. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being a U.S. film. So I went down to New York, to Giant Stadium, to audition and play with uh, the producers, I and mean, we had the coach of the U.S. national team there and things like that, but I was Canadian. So I didn't, I didn't make the grade on that, on that, on that dream. But so today, I mean, this last week, we're finding out that I got this Twenty One Thunder with the, you know, with the director. He's a great guy, great Canadian director too. He's done a lot of work, and I've, I've had the pleasure of working with him before. His name is Jim Dunovan and he, you know, had, a, you know, was a part of the decision process to give me this opportunity. So you know, I'm. You know, if I if I had a T-shirt that said "I love Jim Dunham, and I'd be wearing it right now. Jim, if you're watching this, shout out. Yes, and I'm gonna I am gonna get the T-shirt. By the way, <laughs> actually, I actually shot him a message after I found I got the role. I said, "Hey, we'll get a T-shirt for me." But All right. So I am gonna do it. I am Perfect. actually gonna do it. it's gonna be funny. So yeah, <laughs> it was a dream come true for me. Very much similar to when I shot uh, the movie The Rocket, Maurice Richard. I yeah. got to play the captain of the Montreal Canadiens. Yes. Yeah. And so you sit in the dressing room with NHL players and superstar actors, and me leading them out on the ice, and it was just, you know, a dream country, it
0: was, it was truly a dream country. Do you ever feel like when you're acting, because, you know, it, it's funny how you're saying, you know, I've always wanted to be a soccer player, and for some reason you just found, you know, that acting gig that allows you to be a soccer player, you're, you're, you know, you're acting as a, as a hockey player and as captain, do you ever, is there a connection with what you've always wanted to do, with what you can Play it? like I,
1: You know, there was a saying, like, I don't know, 50 or 70 years ago, They used to say it's easier to get an actor to play a cowboy than to get a cowboy to be an actor. And I think nowadays it's much less the truth. They're looking for authenticity. Because unless it's a star-driven project, you know, we're saying Natalie Portman in Black Swan, you know, she was a dancer, Michelle, she's not a world-class ballerina right now, but she was still good, so... Even she, in that that movie, embodied a lot of that the natural requirements of that character by being a dancer herself. Well, I think nowadays it's easier to find a cowboy who's an actor than to to get an actor to play a cowboy. And because, for instance, for this role, I'm sure that they looked up my social media. Mm -hmm. And on my profile, I have pictures of me playing soccer at a very high level. I'm a certified coach, I'm a certified referee. So all these things, I'm sure, had something to do with the artist and everybody involved, executive producers, everybody who brought this project together to say, I think Randy's going to bring something to this character that's over and above just being an actor who can say the lines and, and, and deliver them with the truth. I think I can deliver them. The situations that are going to be depicted for these players in this series, this it's drama and there's, you know, it's a drama. But there's good. The aspects of that are going to be soccer or football related. I'm going to be able to share what I lived as a player mm-hmm. through this. So I think that that's embodied in me. So yes, I think that um, it's no accident. And I think you see it. You, you see it often in, in films where they're going to look for. They might have a star playing the lead cowboy, but the rest of these guys might be cowboy actors because mm-hmm. they just walk that way. They talk that way. They're used to being on the horse. You know, you know what I mean, right, right. and I think it's the same thing for me. When I walk out on the field, I'm very comfortable. When I skate out on the ice, I'm comfortable as well. I'm just not an NHL player, and I'm not a professional European soccer player, but I'm very comfortable. giving me the ball, i shoot the ball. Shoot the and ball. I can take penalty shots, and I can still bend Let's go. So, you know, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a world now. I think where, um, like, you know, you'll notice I have a a beard I don't have headshots out yet with this beard mm. and you're seeing it first here <laughs> yeah and, and and what's ironic is that both roles that I recently got one, on, and I, I should shout out to CBS too for the, the show Incorporated uh, I play the role of Gavros and that's going to be out this uh, I believe it comes out this fall or probably January the latest Okay, and it's about the underground fight world and I play a promoter of uh I can see that. The green world. And so <laughs> I ended up having this beard. Uh, I had scruff when I auditioned, and then they ended up asking me to keep it. So then I went with a good thing. I got lucky, or I said it was lucky for well. me. And then when they said, when I saw the, when I was offered the, the opportunity to audition for the soccer series, I said, you know what? If I'm playing a coach, you're coach, I think I'm going to keep the beard, the gray, and I'm going to bring that to the character. Because in the description, they did want him to be prematurely gray. So my hair, and my beard—I said, you know what? I'm going to bring that to the character. That, because most of the other characters will be either have a, a beautiful shadow like yourself, <laughs> or be, you know, just very clean shaven. Right. The leads are usually clean shaven. Energy, of course. And so, I'm not the lead, and we one of the supporting characters. But it's—it's—I'm going to bring an edge to it. That's—I wanted, you know, I want just to again, it's shot in Montreal. It's a wonderful city. Right. It, it's you know it's very European esque. So I wanted to bring that European flair to the coach that he's sexy and cool and going to be wearing great suits that you're wearing. And and ironically, it's the same as the character on the CBS, CBS series. Uh, my character Gavros, right? His beard, the hair, and he wears slick suits. Okay. So, well, <laughs> without the beard, most characters that I ever play are slick suited guys. And that's what, if you ask me, about the, the embodying characters and things like that. In today's movie world, you pretty much play who you are, or a shade of who you are. Do you find it, or does it find you? Um, sometimes I find it, and sometimes my agent finds it. Most of the time it's my agents who talk to me about things. I have an agent here in Montreal. I'm in Toronto and one in Montreal, and they'll suggest me for opportunities to audition for certain things. And now that I've got these, they're going to be looking for other things to keep the momentum going. Mm-hmm. And then I'm probably gonna hire a publicist and a, and a manager as well to keep this, keep building what is technically gonna be my brand. Right. As an actor of you know, building a strong, be, being a good actor, okay. then being somebody who's dependable, somebody who's gonna c- contribute to a production. Because business, show
0: business is really like every other business. Right. And I love branding when, see, this is what I was waiting for. As soon as you said brand, my mind, because I, I did a post on this on Instagram where uh, I sort of, I didn't really hate on, on, on when people talk about branding, but everybody's, when, you know, when, when my friends see this podcast, they see the blogs I write, and they think it's like a, it's like a branding strategy, mm-hmm. you know, so people approach me and be like, hey George, how's, how's your branding? <laughs> and I look at them and say, what do you mean? What are you talking about? I don't, I don't know what you talk. I don't brand, you know, so branding is your top three characteristics, mm-hmm. and you said that, you said you know, as soon as you said the word brand, you said, good actor, dependable, trustworthy, loyal. You give me characteristics. Yeah. So is that Randy Thomas? Yes. Absolutely. And, and, and I want him, my brand, to
1: be stronger in the minds of people. I want, pe- you know, it's like when you buy Heinz ketchup, you want to know what you're getting. Right? And you do. And you trust the brand. Right. On a different level, when you think of say McDonald's hamburgers, they're not the best hamburgers in the world but you know you're gonna get the same hamburger every time you go. If you're in the mood for that hamburger, there are better hamburgers out there, yeah. but if you're in the mood for that hamburger, Fast, cheap, fast, that's right. let's go. They're consistent, yeah. and that's what they want, and that's a lot of what this business is about. The, the stars are the ones that are brought in to, to set, like they're the ones that secure distribution, and theater time, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The other actors that are on the, on the totem pole, lower on the totem pole, are brought in to support the the stars, and also, uh, we have a job to do, to drive the story along, to take the story along. So, anything more that we do from a branding point of view, like for instance, you you hear about all the time how YouTube stars now are getting cast in movies, not because they're great actors, because they have a million followers.
0: They have the exposure, right? Well, they have a
1: million followers, they know they're gonna tweet, and that movie's gonna have 100,000 people going to go see it, it. because they're in it, not because the big star is in it, because they are in it. They draw the following. And that's what this is all about. And, and, and you know, it, it's such a, there's never been a better time to be
0: in show business than now. Yeah. And it's much easier, right? Like leverage social media. And a lot of people get it twisted, right? They think you have an underlying intention or, or, or you're coming from this negative stigma because you're putting yourself out there. You're public, you're exposed. Mm. In fact, if you leverage this technology that, you're, that you have at your disposal, what you can do is internalize it into something different. In the future. Yeah. You never know what opportunities are, are going to come your way. Yeah. You don't know what business opportunities that you can turn. these these. So this podcast can turn into a venture later on. That's this right. This opportunity that we're talking could lead to a business opportunity. That's so, yeah, right? I mean, that's what you have to think of. You have to look at the bigger picture. Well, you're, well your uh, meeting with Paul Nadeau and interviewing Paul
1: Nadeau yeah. led to us meeting and being here. Exactly. And, and that's the world. Every business is about networking. And I call it human capital investment. You invest in other people. It doesn't always have to be money, but you invest in in, in in time and sharing love. And you know, when I think of people say you want to be famous, you want to be started. What, what I want is to be able to help as much people as I can. Create a help contribute to a better world, a better film industry. And if money is part of the tool to do that, then yeah, I want to make money so I can help more people. And it, there, there, there's a uh, great relationships are reciprocal. If you're coming from the, the the right place of of love and humility and saying, you know, uh, like I was talking to a young man in my program, uh, the Actor Advantage program is basically an online course that is designed to help actors design their lives as artists in show business. It's a marketing plan, it's a business plan. Most actors have the product of good enough actors to get hired. They don't have everything else they need to succeed in business. Right. And the easiest analogy for that is to say water is the essence of life, right?
0: Right.
1: We all know that. It's the essence of life. But you can't survive on water alone. Mm-hmm. The craft of acting or the craft of any industry is the essence of that craft. But you can't sustain a full career or sustain a long-term career on just your craft. Or very, very, very few people can. Right. You know, that's why my book, The Six P's of Success, is product, price, place, promotion, people, and processes. Most people have the product. It's the rest they don't have. And that's what the active management program is about. And that's what I was talking to a young star today. He's making six figures plus as a, as a, one of the leads on the show that I'm incorporated. And, you know, we were taught just had this conversation about, you know, how does he parlay that into his next project? How does he you know create career momentum mm. and these are things that actors have never even talked about and this is what, I've, mm. what I'm changing in the industry is helping actors understand you know, things like career momentum how to manage uh, a great relationship or build and establish and maintain a great relationship or partnership with their agents
0: mm.
1: how to plan, how to you know short-term projects, long-term projects and provide templates or anything like that to help them Build their lives so, they, so they're not me, basically. And what I mean by that is, I don't want them to be 48 years old before they get it. I want them to be 22, 23, get it right away, and lead long, happy lives. And that doesn't mean being an A list Hollywood actor. It just means leading a fulfilling life, earning a living in the industry that you love, in the capacity that you want to do that. And then being able to give back and share your art with the world. And again, I want that. That moniker starting artist. I want that to do it. I want to hear about it. Just dispose of it, right? Yeah, it, it's really too bad. I mean, like, can, can you imagine the the um, the average actor in Canada, and the United States, earns less than six thousand dollars a year. If you take out, and that's in the unions. That's the NHL or the professional league of actors. Okay, those are the union actors in SAG and ACTRA, and these statistics don't come for me to come from them. Two-thirds of all actors have jobs in unrelated industries, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. I don't see doctors becoming better doctors by becoming waiters. Yeah. I don't see lawyers becoming better lawyers by becoming waiters. Why do actors become waiters? Okay. It doesn't make sense. you got to work in the
0: industry law lot, pay your dues. And you also need to have a plan. Right. And for someone watching this, Randy... Uh, you know, they're, they're watching this now and, and you sort of hit them with this fact, right? It sort of hit me hard, like it, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of sad. It's sad to, to, to know that that's true and that you know actors who are really passionate about their craft have to work this part-time. They can't devote 100% to the craft. So, But they can now. now they can. Well, I'm telling you they can. Exactly. So I wanted to ask you, and that yeah. segue. What is it that you have? What is that mindset? What is that, when you wake up in the morning and you know that fact? See, this, this is what I want to get to. You know that's true. But as soon as you get out of bed, as soon as you wear that dress shirt, mm-hmm. gel the hair, get out, of, get out of your house, you know, you get to, you get to your job. Yes. What is it that drives you? Okay, so
1: what drives me, um, I came to a point three months ago where I, I almost left the business and took a job. Wow. And I had to do a lot of soul searching. And what I came to the conclusion of, either I get the job and walk away from this, because I've been offered six-figure jobs by my friends because they're all you know, in v, VPs of companies they're saying, Randy, that so is, that is up. <laughs> that's <right>. up, <laughs> right, And And I kept saying, no, 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 and Bonnie always broke down and took it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Did some soul searching and realized, I'm not going to be happy doing that. So what I did is that I'm going to focus that same energy on myself. Now, people might be saying, well, why aren't you doing that always through your career? Well, you have your ups and downs. And, you know, after all, that is why I created the Actor Advantage program. And, you know, uh, it was less than a year ago, my agent told me, you need to go take acting lessons again. Uh, I had my girlfriend question whether or not I really love this business. And I had another friend of mine say to me, Randy, you help so many actors, why don't you start helping yourself? Wow. So I took all that advice and I said, you know what I'm gonna do? I said, I'm gonna, I'm not taking that job. I'm staying in this business, I do love acting. I am going to get private lessons, and I am going to enter my own program as a student. Wow. Amen. So, two months ago, I did that. That leads us to now. Yeah. Two months ago, I did that. Since then, I've uh, well, just this week actually. Last night, and just a couple. Uh, last night being uh, Monday, and or Tuesday. Anyway, last night being Tuesday, and last Friday, I found out. That I'm recurring on Incorporated and last night I found out that like, I landed or requested to accept the role of Mike Shields on 21 Thunder as a recurring role wow a few weeks ago and, like, and, and you know what started all this this is what's crazy that's the at 48 years old I said I'm going to walk the walk I'm going to enter the program I'm going to do everything that I've asked all the actors to do my program Cleansley yep I said I'm going to start my career over I'm not going to get a waiting job <laughs> but what I did was I started doing extra work again and it was so hard to get on set as an extra again I haven't done extra work in 15 years at least and you know the humility of that the say so, you nope know, starting over doing I'm gonna walk the walk and what came from that immediately was a different energy I said no and if you want to call it energy or karma, or there's another word I think you are using for it before. Uh, so it's just really what it, it, the it, world brings to you. Right, you are, right, right, exactly. And so uh, I, I got on set and I, I was doing extra work and one young lady who was a star of the series I was doing extra work on. I was doing extra work, she was a star, and she was actually my daughter in the Disney series that I had done. Uh. And I could see it in her eyes. She said, "What are you doing here?" I said, "I'm just doing some extra work." Like she'd like look at me like in shock, like she couldn't hide it, like extra work, uh, right? Mm-hmm. But you got to inside yourself and why you're doing it, humility. Mm-hmm. And then I went to another set. There was a guy who had done a movie 16 years ago. He was Randy. Do you remember? He was the lead. He was the lead on Saving Hope, one of the lead doctors on Saving Hope. And I was doing extra work on Saving Hope. And uh, I said to him, I said. Uh, yeah, I am on He goes, why aren't you on the show? And he, you're, you look, why aren't you a doctor on this show? And I said, I've not been able to get an audition for this show. And long story short, forget the reasons why, I said to him, I said, I'm going to go, I'm going to lunch, I go out, self-tape, I'll, I'll tape myself playing, uh, doing one of the audition pieces for the next episode. Would you give it to the director for me? And he said, of course, love to help you, Randy. So I did that. That role ended up getting written out, so I didn't get it. Nobody got it. But that opportunity would never have come to me if I'd been working in a coffee shop or a restaurant. It came to me because I was on set. through a relationship. Obviously, I had treated that person well with respect back when we worked together, way back when. And he, and he came out, stepped forward, and was willing to help me there. Again, all that energy of love and of humility and wanting to give back. My, it's just, I, I, I really believe that energy. Like, and I started working out. I lost, I've lost 15 pounds in the last three months. I'm feeling better about myself. I'm not out of breath all the time. Okay. You know, and it, it, it all came down to me, like, either I had to get out of the business or get into the business. Oh, man. And I got into the business and I said, I'm going to embrace this in every way, shape or form because I haven't been. I've been helping others and wanting to help others and watching them succeed. And, yeah. and then I said, no, you know what? I said, I'm going to do it myself. Yeah. And this is what I'm doing now, and and uh, I, like I've never modeled before. I landed a national modeling campaign uh, three weeks ago. You're good looking enough. No, uh-huh. but no, but thank <laughs> you. No, no, but it, it's it was just so funny that, that this, all this energy started coming. So now I'm going to be on billboards and all across Canada and Globe Mail and everything like, like that. And I'm like, like oh my god, like I'm it's never. Turning to me, yeah. Yeah, like like, but it's because like you said, I opened myself up to it. And said yeah, you know what? I, I'm I want this. I'm good enough for it I'm gonna put the work in and that's the key with any industry right? you have to put the work in right and the right work right. I think that's part of actors problems as well that they don't and I think that's a lot of people for any industry right. they say they want something but they don't really put the work in or they don't know how to put the work in and you can't get anything unless you define what you want you know I know people have vision boards whatever you want to believe in. But ultimately, somewhere you have to have a plan, you have to have a vision of exactly what it is you're, you want your life to look like. Right. Then you can work, make a plan to get it. Right. And, you know, I've got people in my program from 16, years, 16 17 years old to, to 67. Right. Their lives and the careers that they want are different. And that's okay. And they're going to design their life. You know, they're going to use the program to design the life, to have the, the life that they want. And this is what the program shows them. You know, I make my money in several ways within the industry. I don't have the luxury yet of doing just twenty million dollar movies. No. i I have to earn my living, and so, it in the last three years, which I never did before, I became a hand model. I'm a hand model. Some really? of the commercials that you watch, you just see hands. It's me <laughs> with the McDonald's burger. It's me with the, the El Paso tacos. It's me oh, with the O'Door's you know, pizza. It's me <laughs> it's in Tim Hortons where you see just the flash of hand. That's who it was. Oh my God. But but, but again, is <laughs> that there's a lot of because in our business there's a lot of actors that say I want to earn one hundred thousand dollars and then they say well I only want to work film and TV and I go you're going to starve yeah. now if you want to work, it's more realistic for them to approach it I want to earn one hundred thousand dollars in the industry mm-hmm. there's a myriad of jobs out there we're all not going to be able to do the same things i do a have hand model I you know I can't yeah you know uh, right now I can earn a certain I earn X amount of dollars doing hand modeling X amount of dollars doing extra work X amount of dollars I'm French and English doing. Uh, Commercial work, X amount of dollars we can film and TV, it adds up to a life. As I get better and done better, I'll be able to specialize. Very much like I talked about the doctor. Seven years, and then you have a choice to become a specialist, or just stay as a happy doctor, making good money and a good life. And that's what actors have to think about, too. You don't need to be an A-list Hollywood actor to to have a great life. Same with professional sports. There are only... 750 professional athletes in any, in any sport. Mm. Baseball maybe more because you have more teams. But it's basically about 750 basketball players, 750 hockey players, right? But there are still thousands of other hockey players and basketball players and baseball players who earn a living in the sport they love. They're just not in technically the big, big, big league. That's right. Right? And this is what I want to say to actors is that that's success. Whatever success is that you want, is that as long as you're happy and fulfilled. And I'll say to anybody in any industry, you don't need to be the CEO of, a, of your company to, to be act happy like a CEO, or to well, be happy, or yeah. to be on that level. Or you just need to be the CEO of your life and your career. That's it. To and, control. It. Yeah, and 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 know that you're there's a price for everything. Being the CEO, yeah, you're gonna work eighty hours a week. If you're not willing to do that, then don't aspire to be the CEO. But what I really want people to do in my program, and and I think this should all, again, applies to all, all everybody, in any walk of life. Is you need to gain clarity, you need to under- define what they want, and then understand what it is they're really asking for. You can't see through a dirty window, right? <laughs> and and it's like they might not like what they see. So why not find out as soon as possible whether or not you like that, right? And clean right. it up if it is, or right move to like go down a different path that's not gonna. If you want to have a family and be home at five o'clock every day, Maybe then funny. you're never going to be the CEO of a company because you just that just doesn't exist. So you need to be realistic. Right. So all that to say is that, you know, not just for artists who are definitely is my focus on helping, but business people and people in jobs, like, what are your six Ps? Mm. These principles apply to every business in any industry. They they apply to artists I'm sure they apply to everybody in any job. What are your six Ps? Your product, your price, your place, your promotion, your people, your processes. Product, it's you, what you bring to your job every day. And eventually that becomes your brand. Your price is what is your earning potential in the market that you're in or in the job that you're in? Do you have to change jobs if you want to earn more money? Or can you stay there and make that money? Right? Product mm-hmm. price place, the region that you're in, is your opportunity. You can be an actor in Alaska, it's just different, you're gonna to to do it differently. You're probably gonna to have to start your own theater company and you're, you're up, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> There's no Baywatch in Alaska. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, promotion, same thing. How do you promote yourself in the company? You know, like, you, you, we all with social media, you know, like, the first thing anybody does, if anybody's looking for a job now, is they Google you yeah. and they check to see your Facebook profile, and if your picture's there, you're drinking the beer and you're laying on the ground. Um, How legit are you? Well, exactly. Right. You know, man you gotta manage your promotion. You got everybody's in PR nowadays, whether they like it or not, and it's how you treat people. People right. forget what you do, they forget what you say, but they'll never forget how you make them feel. Mm. If you're the type of person that makes people feel good, then they're always gonna want you around. Right. Right? And the people, who do you have around you? Who do you associate with? Whose alliance whose alliances are you seeking out? you wanna you wanna promotion the company or whatever? Like, who are you in who are you aligning yourself with? Who's your mentor? Who's... All these things matter to people in whatever it is call the real world. They also matter to actors and artists. And then finally, processes. Franchises spend millions and millions of dollars every year on processes, refining processes that make them more successful, and more profitable. What I say to people is that processes make you more profitable. but It's not only financially, it's about your life. If you want to get home at 5 o'clock, every day and you probably need better processes on getting your work done more efficiently and how you're gonna manage your networking like I said it's it's people Like people are such an inter- attack and, and people are beautiful I don't think anybody means to mean. I think people just get fall into a dark place and oftentimes times it's they forget their way
0: but it's an external factor that they then direct to those.
1: Exactly. And and so when I say to people with their six Ps of success, it's like, you know, look at your your life if you have the clarity about what's going on around you and what you want in, in, in what's going on in your industry, then you're gonna be able to make that decision where really how to plan it to get to get what you want to improve certain areas or to step back and go, actually I don't wanna be on this path. I don't wanna be the CEO on the CEO's path. And I specifically do it for artists. So and, and, and I'm having a great time. Like, I've never been in a better place. I have never been more successful than I am today.
0: She. What's interesting about you is, and, and I just want to, because I think, you, first of all, you said a lot in there. Yeah. And if, sorry, rambling if <laughs> on. <laughs> no, I'm just like I'm in the psychic zone right now because I'm, I'm really paying attention to what you're saying, and I want to make sure viewers get this right. The one thing that was different for you, right, in these three months, there was a turning point, right? Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. There was a turning point. You woke up one day and you said, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm gonna make a change. Look, I said, I'm gonna make a change. There's no one else. There's no one else. Because look, as much as people say they love you, they're not the captain of your ship. That's right. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So you woke up, you looked in the mirror, and you said, who is the real Randy Thomas? If I'm communicating person A, but I'm actually living like person B, Mm. is that right or wrong? That's right. You woke up and said, I have to make a change. And, and actually it took more than a, me waking up one
1: morning it took a few weeks and that's what I would say to everybody is give your, you know, cut yourself some slack mm-hmm. yes I will always say no decision is worse than making a long decision but I will say take time to breathe through the process and you will eventually find your your center of where your happiness will direct you and, and if you ask for it and I'm not if you really just ask for it if you're uh, well, just, if, you're, if, yeah. if you if you meditate, or whatever, fine. Do whatever you, whatever works for you. Right. But give cut yourself some slack. Mm-hmm. Give yourself some time to figure it out, and start asking yourself questions. And eventually, the answer will come to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it finally was one day I had to be brave I to sit down and look my girlfriend and go, "I'm not taking the job." How good did you feel? I felt great. I felt scared, but excited. There's an adrenaline that happens. Like it took me time to get to that point where I knew for sure I'm not taking the job. Did you follow your heart or your head? Uh that's a really good question. I don't know if I can answer that. I'm gonna have to say both. I I I really think that I'm in my heart's in the business that I love, but I'm also doing what I love by helping people in business. The actors. I want to help in it. Like like I think I have found my my way to really get back. Right. But I also know that me being able to get back. I do need to walk the walk and demonstrate that my program works mm. and lead the lead the way not from the back but by but from the front right you know and that's what they say we're leaders right true leaders lead from the front not from the back and that's what uh, is happening now and that's why you know for all of you out there watching I, you know I want you to be inspired by this and I definitely you know you came in before before we started this interview and I was creating something for the actors in my program and I hopefully they watch that they're going to be inspired to you know lead their lead themselves because it's it's a beautiful world it really is there, there's a lot of stuff going on I know non-negativity of, of people seeing the papers and all that kind of stuff but we can't change it all in one day but start by making yourself happier and treating people better and then just ask for a better you know like be, want to be a part of creating a better world rather than saying oh there's nothing I can do about it when you say you ask and you will receive I think if enough people in this world start asking for a better world we're gonna get it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so that's my challenge to you out there anybody and to you you know thanks for doing this like it's it's all about contributing and giving to making the world a better place and uh, again it's an honor to be every you know. Excited about the things that have happened to me recently. Excited about yeah, things that are going to be happening.
0: It's funny how they all came together. Now that I think of it, I didn't know all these things that happened last night. And
1: yeah, and,
0: and this podcast it's weird. Like yeah, and and
1: actually, I just mentioned filming a documentary. Right. right. Somebody approached me with a documentary about my program and what success is, and as an artist and everything like that. And
0: yeah.
1: and we've been filming that, and it's just been a wild ride. And then all this stuff's happening in my in my. Producer of the of the documentary, Jen Jen Allens. Thank you very much for doing this. Just said, you know, this almost looks like it was scripted because all we start doing a documentary and all these amazing things start happening. It's almost not real. I mean, well, that that's that's <laughs> what's going to be the challenge when they see the documentary. You're going to think that it's <laughs> some staged production because it's just like, oh my god! And there was one day she's like, we're actually filming on the first day of the documentary. Wow. And uh, that's when I got the call that I was being flown to Montreal I remember for, for the role yeah. on uh, the death and life of uh, John F. Donovan, which is directed by uh, Xavier Dolan, mm-hmm. who just won the Palme d'Or in Cannes last year. And my scene was with Jessica Chastain and uh, Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones. And, but while we were filming the documentary, I get the call right in the middle of it. Oh my god! And so we've got that on camera of like the, you, the first part is cut off because they, they had they stopped rolling so I could take this call from my agent. And then I when she picked up and she said, by the way you're going to Montreal, and I looked at the camera. guy, you know, like, I told him to start rolling again, and he started rolling. And I started talking to her, and she started talking about it. And I got phone and I go, um, I'm going to Montreal. How good did you feel? <laughs> no, awesome. It, 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 it's it, when you're new. And you get your first role; it's a big, big deal, mm. and it was still a really big deal. Like every everything's a new experience, and, every, and it's and it's fun to win,
0: right? You know, like wow, like I did this.
1: Yeah, I did this, and that the work you put in is paying off. Yes, and and again, not everything you do in one day you, get, you see the you, the you don't you don't see the it's results, tough, right? It? And, and it's like working out, you know, like changing. Like I've changed everything about my spirit and how I feel about things, and. I feel about myself, and I think that was a big part of my energy too, and I'll say it to people out there, your health, you know, oh, I love it. I, I tell this to my friends all the time, because they say to me, you know, I can't believe you're spending this much money to work out and get in shape. I said, listen, I said, if somebody walked up to you and said, I'm going to give you a suit that you're going to wear, and everywhere, or let's say it's a woman, no, a dress, or a business suit for a woman, <laughs> I'm going to give you a suit that you're going to wear that every single person that comes up to you is going to say, oh my God, that's an amazing suit, or that's an amazing dress, or that's amazing whatever you want to wear. That's an amazing, you look amazing. And they, I said, would you pay $5,000 for that? They go, absolutely. I go, well, that's my body. Not that I'm walking around with clothes on, but I'm saying I, like, it's about how I feel about myself. People are noticing, and they, they they say, "Man, there's something different about you." My God, you look great, you're in great shape. Da, 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 da. So it makes it, its just a, an energy. So that investment has already paid back in—not just compliments. That's not what I'm looking for. What it's paid back in is my ability to share more love with the world, doing what I love. Right? You're more productive. You have more energy. Right? And, and bottom line is, I've made more money. I'm not lie, made more money. let go. <laughs> because. <laughs> i'm booking work right. booking booking i'm booking you're you' know, own like, it, you're on it. And, and that's what i'm saying i'm in the zone right now of positivity and love and and, and, and gratitude and, and and humility right and it's like bam it's just like it's all come together it's just like i'm just i don't want to say i'm shocked because i put a lot of work in right but i i can't help but smile and go wow but i'm, I'm not taking the photo yeah that i don't take it for granted and I accept it with, with humility that I have now the chance to give back and get more. And so I'll what's next steps for Manny Thomas? Um, I am obviously uh, going to be meeting with my agents this week okay. and we're going to talk about what's next. Okay. Even though these things haven't really fully started yet because I'm a believer in momentum requires constant motion and some longer term planning. And I'm also probably going to get a manager and a publicist and start building out the brand. And uh, I am writing a series, actually. So I'm going to bring a writer on board who's a professional writer to spearhead that with me. And and, uh, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to. And also, because of this, um, I'm going to be able to help more people with the program. Because the people who are in it are going to be inspired by my success. hopefully, and that'll make them create that energy, then they will to be more successful. They model it. And then I hope that, Well, of course I'd love to have every actor, I believe every actor should take the program because it's working mm-hmm. and there's nothing like it out there. And it's created with love. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's a business, but that business is needed in order to sustain that, to create more love. Right. As the program improves every year, and I'm, you know, like artists, we evolve. Business evolves. Everything needs to be upgraded and managed. And I want to be able to, you know, I want to go to schools and speak to schools, and you know, everything doesn't have to be a paying gig for me. It's about if I'm going to go speak somewhere, I want to be able to know that the company can take care of the motel, and my food while I'm there. That and that allows me to share more love and create a better industry. And then also for me as an actor, like I said, it's for, it's it's about focusing on my craft and and not just the craft, but also the other areas that I can improve on to you know, to better my career. Like again, create career momentum and uh, build a brand that uh, people out there are going to want to see and know. I want them to know who I am. And so I've got a new blog starting. I mean, a new going to be a new uh, WordPress site, very simple mm. that I'm gonna, I have that I'm going to use and. You know, document my my events like this, and I've created you know I have an actor advantage, like uh, website and YouTube channel and all you know Facebook page and, every, and you know Twitter, I Instagram, all that. But now I'm also uh, building a building out you know I am Randy Thomas, and for all the same social media platforms, and it's going to be more of a my personal journey to being able to get to a place where I can keep doing what I love but also keep giving back so other people can hopefully learn and never make the mistakes that I
0: made. That's wonderful. Randy Thomas, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. You know, this is amazing. It's not every day that we get someone so genuine. I'm sitting, honestly, I was sitting here the entire time. You can tell I wasn't even talking that much. I was fixated. This man is true. This man is real. He has the experience. He's in a great place right now. He's positive, and I'm—I'm I'm telling you, look at me. I'm telling you, he's going big places, and he's ready to take you with him. Take the trainings if you're—if you're an actor, if you're an aspiring artist, anything. Just get on this man's journey. Well, thank
1: you, George. And, and again, everything that you're doing, I wish the best. anyway I can help you, I want to be able to help you. And anybody out there, yeah, everybody knows who's start an artist. Get them to check out the Actor Dash program or follow me personally uh, on my. Twitter account, I am Randy, Randy Thomas, Thomas, or I am you know on Instagram, or whatever, and you know I can share the love that way, and at least, even if they're not a member of the program, they can at least hopefully be inspired by the things that I'm doing, and eventually something will resonate and hopefully improve their lives
0: and yours. My man, let's grab coffee. Some people build great resumes. I build great networks. Thank you very much. Thank you, Randy Thomas. My pleasure. Thank you.